Welcome everybody to the What No One's Asking For podcast. One of the hosts, Brian Burchick here, and super excited for today's episode. And actually, this is the last episode of season two. So we are feeling very um, proud to be kind of finishing up with our second season. And this today's episode is uh, an intimate look at the parenting life of us three dads. And uh, we reflect on some fails, uh, some wins, and just kind of what guiding principles we have as parents. And it's messy and hilarious. There's some ridiculous stories in here, um, but super fun. But also there's some really cool, like meaningful insights um, for those of you that are parents or even if you're not a parent, but perhaps that's uh, in your future. Um, either way, it's just some very, uh, you know, funny and thoughtful stuff. And so we're excited for this final episode of season two. Um, we are going to take a bit of a break Um Not a super long break, but a pause um, because we want to spend this month of coming in April to gear up for our first live gathering and recording. Super pumped for this. Uh, The event is going to happen on Saturday, April 29th in Atlanta, Georgia. It's a really cool venue in the Grant Park neighborhood. Um, it's intimate. It's cool. It's uh, so we're this event is capped at around 50 people. So we, if you want to be there, you need to get your tickets fast. They are selling fast. We've been really encouraged by um, the response to this already. So if you would like to join us for a gathering and live recording, um, again Saturday, April 29th here in Atlanta, Georgia, um, you can get your tickets at WNAF pod.com or the links are in you know our what no one's asking for instagram wnaf pod on instagram um get your tickets it's 25 dollars. it includes two drinks and um it's gonna be a super fun night we are really pumped to uh to gather together and uh also if you have anything any questions or comments about any of our episodes that you'd want to bring up for us to discuss as a part of that live recording, we are taking questions um, from listeners. And so do that. Send us a message. Uh, you can do that on our website or just through Instagram. So without further ado, let's dive into this final episode for season two on parenting. Hey, Emmett. Hey, you Oh, Emmett. All right, here he is. <laughs> Emmett, say something in here. Talk in this microphone. What do you want to say? I love you. I love you? Oh, Emmett. <laughs> oh, right. thank you. Right, thank you. Get I out now. Kids. Please get out of here. Mark, See you, bud. Gotta get him. I'm in the middle of a podcast. I'm recording. This munchkin's all over me. Uh, hey, you know what? Big deal, Marge. This is actually a very appropriate interruption because of the topic we're about to discuss. Close the door. Close the door. Close the door. Thank you. Close the door. Get out of my life. God. Get out of here. (laughs) No, hey. I love you. Close the door. Bye. I love you. Today, Reynolds, your interruption from Emmett is actually very appropriate. He knew in his little heart that he should do that because (laughs) this morning we are going to talk as three dads about parenting and whether it's the the presence or absence of like guiding what guides us as parents uh here's what i want to know gentlemen as dads i want some recent wins or recent fails and uh be as specific as you can well, let me just say something funny about the Emmett thing. So I kept telling him, like, because I guess my wife took the older two kids to school. So I was like, hey, she'll just turn on a show for you. It's fine. It's fine. You know? And then, like, I could see, like, tears welling up in his eyes because I wouldn't turn a sh- on a show for him. I was like, oh, it just, like, got me. I was like, oh, can't deny this one. No. So I just think those little moments are just always so you know, endearing and funny where it's like, God, the small, I mean, he's four and it's four. So it's like the small, if I would not turn on his show, it's like, I'm like, I'm betraying him. I'm not, I, he's like choosing this 
call over, you know. Yeah. Um, so here, here, here's a recent fail. Okay. That just sparked something to me. All right. So me and him were walking to the park, like, I don't know, uh, three weeks ago, a month ago. And I had given someone else, one of our other kids, this like, I have this flip phone from college. Like one of the, I don't know how it's just in this box. I kept all these yep. old phones. So I got this flip phone, you know, for when the apocalypse happens and like the only way it's like mm -hmm. <laughs> gonna power that baby up. Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> Call the adjacent city who hasn't had the zombies hit them yet. <laughs> um, so I gave that to my, one of my other kids, but somehow he got it. And so he had this phone with him and literally like, you know, it was like, I don't know, it was a weekday and it's like in the afternoon. So I'm still trying to like do some work stuff, but I would literally just like stop on the road, you know, and I would be looking at my phone then I would look over at him and he'd have his little flip phone out. And he, he's, as I'm doing stuff on my phone, he would act like he was doing stuff on his phone. Then he would look at me, and if I put it away, then he would put it. He would literally flip it and put it in his pocket. <laughs> and then I wouldn't even know that I was doing this. I'd stop, then I'm like looking at my phone and kind of lose focus for a minute and look over, and he'd be just looking at his phone, literally just doing it. <laughs> it was like the cutest thing where he just wanted to like, oh, you know, yeah. be in the flow, mimic me. and and. But then it was just this mirror back, like, oh my gosh, like, this is what he's seeing. This is what he's yep. picking up on, you know? Um, oh, and yeah. so, yeah, it, it, it was, and then he kept doing it. Like, it was not twice, like, even at the park, like, he just kept, he would notice, I think that was the thing that got me. He would just notice when I was just, you know, on the phone, distracted, and mm -hmm. and want to, like, connect with me. And his way of connecting with me was looking at his <laughs> fake phone. And I would even remember a couple times looking at him like, get off your phone. Like, I would be like, mad at him. Get and off he's your just phone. doing what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, um, I mean, that touches on just the hypocrisy that I think parenting exposes. And I don't, I mean, I have nothing to get into it right now. But there's plenty of moments where I'm like, I'm literally getting mad at you for the same thing I'm about to right. do. Like, for example, yeah. like my kids will want to eat right before bed. And it's right. so annoying because you're just trying to freaking get them to sleep. And like, I'm hungry. I want some cereal. And I'm like, <laughs> I go through this whole, you know, I go through this whole monologue about how it's not good to eat right before bed. It's like telling your body that you're wanting to be awake and do all this stuff. And then literally, as soon as I put them down, I am going to go eat right before right. bed like, <laughs> right, it's right, just right. funny the hypocrisy of all kinds of things that come out of my mouth um but you know Reynolds I think I think we can chalk up a parenting win uh futuristically because tonight we are taking our boys to an Atlanta Hawks game yes Dude, that that is already a parenting win um and I've already been slightly frustrated at my boys in regards to that event, because when I told them about it, the first thing they asked was, are we sitting courtside? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? Like, God, the that's the first... of these children. <laughs> I have never sat courtside in my life. That's Aaron. I don't that's even know what Aaron that is. In there. Courtside tickets, like sitting on the ground, like no, on the how floor. Do, how do they know what that oh, is? Oh, because YouTube, I'm sure. I'm sure they uh, see these YouTube videos of guys sitting courtside or just, I don't know. Somehow that was already a concept in their minds that seemed not just attainable, but like. Yeah. Expected. Well, they're like, if, if, if Aaron, if mom was taking me to this, we'd be courtside. She'd oh, find no. a way. To Dude, no, <laughs> you know what? We we actually looked it up because I was laughing with Aaron last night about it, and we looked it up. The course side tickets are unbelievably expensive. Like, like for the Hawks ticket. I mean, dude, I I mean, I, I did a very simple Google search, but it was like minimum was seven hundred, and the range went up to like twenty five thousand. I mean, crazy. <laughs> and then and then we looked up the L A Lakers because someone was like, God, I wonder what it's like for L A. And it was like over a hundred thousand uh, on the high end. Like what? crazy yeah. amounts so i'm sure that's like playoffs or something but still it's like you know it was just funny i was like you guys would be like asking for <laughs> something like that yeah no, and my other biggest parenting fail just kind of get all mine out here this is general but it is specific general my go-to is dangling 
punishments. Ooh, I mean, yeah. that is just and yeah. Marker's always like, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I'm like, it's the only thing that works. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, I mean, especially when they're you're like in this argument and they're just yeah. you know debating you over something oh. so little. My go-to is like, if you don't blank, then you will lose blank. I mean, that is yep. just it is just in my you know, repertoire. I mean, I'm yeah. saying it daily. I, I probably say it in my sleep. I'm just, yeah. I'm dangling yeah. punishments, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and I know that it's not, I know there's like a more effective way, I guess. Maybe I don't actually, yeah. but yeah, I, yeah. And I just like, this is the only thing I see an immediate response to. And yeah. when I literally need you to just freaking do it. Yeah. What I say. Do what I'm saying. I'm either yeah. going to lose it. And yeah. I smashed a can the other day. <laughs> I was an empty LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> and Jude was pushing my button so much uh, and arguing with me so much that the way for me to take out my aggression was I was smashing this can. I was like, listen to <laughs> I literally smashed a can down with my bare hand of a LaCroix. And then there was like LaCroix spray on the island. And I was oh, like, yeah. I better clean this up or my, my wife will be like, who spilled this spray yeah. on the island? And then I would have to admit <laughs> what I did, <laughs> which would indict me as like a terrible parent you smashed again and your oh, yeah. anchor <laughs> i don't know come back at me y'all i mean do oh, i need yeah. counseling like i feel like you know it's a safe well, way to let it out but no i think that's true that's fine you worried about me <laughs> drew drew i feel like you are a much more calm parent than me and matt i mean i because i'll be honest i feel like the Birchicks and the reynolds have some similar dynamics where it's a lot of yelling. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of like, God, oh, come on. Like there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot happening. All yeah. The time. It's, there's a lot of energies. Uh, and I mean, when we've had some like, like I'll, I'll be completely honest. There was like a ridiculous 20 minutes over the weekend where it was just a shit show. I mean, honestly, it was like, <laughs> people are just angry. I'm yelling. Aaron's freaking out about something. Doors are everything slamming. the kids everything the kids are saying is horrible it's like everything <laughs> coming out of your mouth is just terrible <laughs> yeah and my my genuine my like knee-jerk reaction after that was like dude let's just like marco polo the reynolds and just vent because i know that their household actually gets this crazy too <laughs> like they'll understand um but Drew, I don't know. I feel like you're a calmer parent. What What are your recent fails or wins? I mean, I am a calm-ish parent probably most of the time, but my house isn't calm. Yeah, yeah. And I I can certainly get pushed to the point where I'm not calm, and that's when, yeah. that's when it feels like the prison has lost control. Yeah. Can, like, you, tell, can the you tell warden, the story? Can you tell the story? I was going to say, could you tell that story when you had to lay the hammer down? I think you were at a restaurant and you had to cuss oh, at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to. <laughs> you did. I, I chose to. Like, yeah. again, my personality is one in which I'm usually the one being the referee and being yes. calm. But like, but just to normalize what you all are experiencing, like everybody in my house is talking at a 10 all the time mm. like it's just loud yeah. <laughs> like why are we yelling all the time <laughs> and then there's many moments that i'll the words that will come out of my mouth is what made you think you could talk to me or your sister or your mom like that yeah. like yeah i don't know where some of this crap comes from but yeah yeah um youtube it's all this is maybe this is yeah I, dude, I hate YouTube. youtube yeah YouTube I, is on every device, but anyway, keep going. Anyway, so I had the kids for several days. I don't remember what the situation was, but it had been several days with me, with the kids. Um, 
and for the most part, it was going pretty good. And then, but you're tired at the end of the day, you know, <laughs> we got like, I don't know, let's just go out to eat. Then we probably argued the entire time about where to eat. I mean, yeah. that's probably the most, besides having to get an extra row on a plane, that's probably the most annoying thing about having more than one or two kids is how much harder it is to freaking decide. Oh yeah. Where to eat, which, okay. That's, that's a parenting fail. Like we've talked about this before, but like we give way too many options <laughs> and then get mad about it when no one can agree. Instead yeah. of being like, we didn't, we never set the precedent of like, here's what you're having for dinner. Here's yeah. where we're going to eat. Like we, we opened up Pandora's box, which is a little more of like, what would you like to eat? You know? Yeah. So anyways, I probably argued all the way there about like three <laughs> kids wanting to go different places. Then we're at uh, Chili's. I think is where we settled Ooh, because it had like, a diverse enough. It had like a diverse enough menu that I thought could satisfy <laughs> everybody. <laughs> There's something on that freaking menu for everyone, you know. Yeah. We're in a booth, and it's starting off okay, and then just progressively starts to get worse. Someone pinched somebody, and one of the kids is standing on the booth, and <laughs> things are just happening. I think somebody spilled their water. Um, and it's just and you. I mean, it's always it, more stressful. When it's just one adult. Yeah. And I just, in general, y'all know this about me. I, in general, get in, like, I don't like inconveniencing people. Mm-hmm. I don't like if we're all at a party together, or if we're all out to eat and Matt's being too loud. Yeah. I start feeling this, like, oh crap, we're bothering the people around yeah, us, yeah. you know, type of thing. <laughs> so all that shit is bubbling up in me. And, um, what did I say, Brian? You remember? Oh gosh, Drew, you don't remember your your punchline? It was, uh, <sighs> it was. I think it was like to, to your oldest daughter, and she did something, and you made a conscious choice to drop the uh, the like, s that shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I put my, I kind of slammed my fist on the table, and I was like, "Listen, y'all need to cut that shit out," and then. <laughs> One of them looked at me and goes, ooh, dad, you said a bad word. And I said, and I meant it. Cut that shit out right now. And then they all like, they all got bright eyed. Like, oh, wow. Like, we've never pushed him this far. And it worked. It was like one of those things that like, yeah, the atomic bomb worked. But like, did you really want to have to go there? You know? So that was a big fail for sure. Um, They told mom when she got home. Dude, oh. your buttons will never be pushed like how your kids will oh, push yeah. your buttons. Yeah. I mean, oh. and and have you, you don't have to have kids. That's not everybody's path. But it's like, I did not know that I could be stirred internally. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's not just like one of them can do it. Yeah, but then yeah. when multiple ones of them are doing it yeah. and doing it to each other, yeah. it's like that oh. internal combustion that, I mean, that is a, it's like nuclear fission or something. It's oh, like, yeah. I did not know that existed. No, they, yeah. I always say they are like unbelievably skilled at gaslighting. Like they will <laughs> gaslight you. Like it is their number one skill. I'm like, yeah. They will refuse to listen. They will not go upstairs. And so when I take responsibility, I finally, after like 20 minutes of telling them to go upstairs, I will like gently guide them with my hand. I'm not pushing them too hard, but I am guiding them. And they'll be like, Ow, daddy hit me. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm going to get you in trouble. It is flopping like a soccer player. Oh, <laughs> dude, the gaslighting is unbelievable. I'm like, we don't choose, like, me and your mom are not ch- wanting to be mean. Like, that's our, we don't want to, but, like, you push us so far. I mean, it's just, you're, it is wild, the, the gaslighting that can happen. <laughs> 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 well... I any any other recent wins or oh, fails? Because because okay, so you didn't want to go nuclear, but you did, Drew. Yeah. And then how did you st- feel after? What you what was your reflection on that? I mean, this is where these in- these episodes are interesting because this is all deeply personal and philosophical to everybody. Like, yes, someone's gonna say you should never do something, and someone's gonna say you should always do something or whatever. My opinion. Yeah. 
is I probably care less about it than many people listening. Mm-hmm. Like, which is surprising because again, I'm a peacemaker. Like, I really don't like losing my temper. I don't like people yeah. not being kind to each other. Yet, I walked away feeling like that was unfortunate, but that was all I felt. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I really, I didn't, I was like, man, what, like, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I deeply know my kids know that I love them. And yeah, it just was like, that's unfortunate. I'm like, I made a mental note, like, don't get there again. Like, you know, like, but it wasn't like this shameful, like, I can't believe I cussed at him. I was like, dude. Yeah, it's like whatever. Like, let's move on. And I kind of laugh about it and told Caroline, like, oh man, I had a fail and told her yeah. and she laughed about it. But again, it's like it's not something I want to repeat, but I also didn't didn't really Beat care that up. much about it. No. Yeah. Did no, you because at the same time, feel... like they're old enough now that they knew they were being little shits. Yeah. Like oh yeah. They're getting to that place where it was almost like this look on their face was like, fair enough. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like we get it. <laughs> Yeah, we we, oh, yeah. we really are being crazy. Yeah, did you when feel I, the need? Did you feel the need to apologize to them or not? Yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, we. I've, yes, we've. I do think we've done a good job of that over the last several years, of owning the moments. Talk about gaslighting, though. It, <laughs> it's it's kind of tough sometimes when you own your part of it. Yeah. And they don't own theirs at all. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. and then yeah. they'll be like. Yeah, like one time we we apologized for some, you know, hey, you know, I, even though you did this, I shouldn't have done this, and da 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 da. Yeah. And like the next time, they're getting in trouble again. All those like, mom, you can't, don't do that again. <laughs> Last time you apologized, like, don't do that again. And we're like, oh my god. Yeah. No, but yeah, I apologized. We when we got in the car. I said, hey, I shouldn't yeah. have lost my temper like that, and I used words I shouldn't have used. I'm really sorry. Oh, that's great. And yeah, yeah, they were great about it. Yeah. Um. The only other fail I can think of that I don't know if we'll keep this in or not, but someone out there's gotta gotta relate to this, but not locking the door well enough while having intimate time with your wife. That's oh wow! A fail. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Have y'all had that happen? Have they walked in? Oh yeah, I think well, yeah, I think my oldest. She she yeah. Oh, that's the worst. The well, oldest. no, but but when she was younger, but oh, she okay. she claims that she came in and saw things that she has we, a memory of it oh yeah yeah i'm waiting to see if ours will have a memory of it or not <laughs> i haven't brought it up because i gaslit my kids that's the best part of this story uh i gaslit them oh good yeah dude <laughs> good yeah good give it to i them. felt like i was give doing it for their deserve. own i felt like i was doing it for their own benefit so they picked the lock i didn't hear it but like you know we have those little like slit locks where like yeah all it takes is a fingernail or a butter knife or whatever to turn it so they did that walked in uh caroline (laughs) and i hit the deck literally like (laughs) as fast as we could we're both just flat on our faces nowhere near each other but we're you know buck naked and they're so confused (laughs) it's my it's my middle my youngest (laughs) like what are you doing why are you naked right and um, I somehow, I'm like scrambling, looking around, and I see one of their scooters on the floor, and I go, I was about to get in the shower, and I heard mommy scream, and I ran in here, and they're like, why did mommy scream? I was like, she tripped on your scooter. How many times do I have to tell you to, we don't bring outside toys inside? And they were like... Seriously. And they're like, mommy, are you okay? I'm like, I don't know. And, my, and Caroline literally still can't even look at them. Her face is just in the covers. And they're like, I'm like, babe, are you okay? And she's like, <laughs> kind of like crying, laughing. And then she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to be okay. And y'all, I just, once I saw there was a thread of believability to that, I just leaned in on it. I brought it back up <laughs> that night when I was putting them to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, you had to reinforce Hours it. later. I'm putting them to bed, and you I just want to, to submit, submit. Yes. this memory yes. was not this what is you. What happened? Yes. So I said, "Hey guys, what did we learn today?" It's <laughs> 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 like, "What did we learn?" You remember, mommy got hurt; she stubbed her toe. Like, what did we learn? And they're like, "Not to bring outside toys inside." I was like, "That's right. Let's go to bed." <laughs> You're clear, man. You're in the clear. <laughs> but listen, I lied for their benefit. 
Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's for their benefit. I didn't want them to have a core memory, like, you know, inside out style that's negative. I wanted them to have a oh. core memory that was yeah. positive. So most lies. Way to go, dad. Yeah, Thanks. Good job, dad. I really, I got a, <laughs> I got a pat on the back from Caroline for how quickly I came up with that lie. <laughs> She yeah. she froze like a freak. She was not helpful. No, at that's all. the scary thing. It's like, wow, what does it say about me that I can lie? I can come up with a lie so quick, so fast. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I was I was getting in the shower. I heard mommy scream. Like this whole scenario just played out. Oh yeah, instantaneously. You know. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all need to get some different locks. I think Drew. We do. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I, here's what I was going to say about those moments, though. When we totally lose it, it is because this is the best thing I've heard about this. It's like your brain is flooded. Like, yeah. so you're not even, you can't even think. No. And it's like, you know, you become a child. Now, now you're reasoning with them. You become a third grader. You become a fifth grader. You, you go down to the level and you're just yep. um, totally, you cannot really function you know what i mean like yeah so yeah. that's the most helpful thing like, okay this is what's happening i'm totally consumed in this like yeah can i step back can i like how do i stay the parent you know what i mean yeah exactly in this it's, and i've and i've heard it so it's, it's like really smart like hey you got to be able to manage your emotions you know and not engage with you know you know to the to whatever they're feeling yeah. But man, that is just so hard to do in the moment. Like, almost impossible. Like, I yeah. just yeah. I, I mean, it's a real feat, you know. Like, yeah. I, it's like we all need to do like yearly emotional training or so. Needs to be like part of your like driver's license. Like, if you've done your emotional training, <laughs> yeah. this is what happens when your amygdala hijack happens and you literally can't, you know. Yeah. Can't, it's it's so hard to calm yourself down, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what, where I wanted to go with this was kind of to talk about like, do y'all have any sort of guiding, you know, philosophies or things? Because I, I think all of us are pretty open when it comes to our parenting. I don't think any of us have like some crazy strong uh, framework that we're like, this is the way to parent or this is the way to parent. But I would be curious, like, if y'all have anything that you kind of come back to. And the one that I would say that I do, that I do at least have an awareness of, and I, I utterly fail at living it out a lot. But this idea that, like, your children are, can be your teachers and that they can mm. be, they can actually be the, like, conduits of continuing for you to like let go of your ego and continue to like grow as like more humble, loving and really more present people like they can be that um, as challenging as they can be. Like if you view them in that lens, like because it is true. I mean, they will just strip you of any sense of like I deserve or whatever. And so. I mean, I, I feel that a lot. And even like there's specific kids of my four who have such a different approach to life. They have such a different personality that they stretch me so much. Like your way of operating the world is like opposite of mine. And I'm so tempted to like come down on you because that's wrong. And it's actually not wrong. It is not wrong. It's just so different than how I do things or so different than how I think about things. And I have this like internal conflict between am I going to come down on them and believe that my way is better or am I going to like accept them and even encourage them to be the way they are and also like let it refine me because it is just so dang different than how I would prefer for you to live and whatever. So well, I don't talk know about that, yeah. that molded folded thing or whatever. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, <laughs> so, I mean, that's a good, molded, folded. that's a it's good, a that's a good, rhyme. that's a good like tipping off point, I think, because, you know, I guess as we talk about little parenting philosophies that we might have or carry with us, I mean, 
my in-laws had always had said when like their approach to parenting was that like children are for unfolding, not molding. And I guess it was this belief that like, we're not going to try to mold them or like control them or create them to be like many versions of us. We want to see them unfold. We want to like recognize that they're like going to be these unique little, you know, they're going to be these unique people. And um, yeah. so it's more of this unfolding or more of this like encouraging them to, you know, be, I guess, the best version of who they are. And I, I must say, like in real life, in real practice, um, I feel like her parents, you can debate the philosophy, but they did live that out in a way where my wife and her sister have unbelievably healthy and great relationships with their parents. And they also have like no shame about saying anything in front of their parents. Hmm. Like, so that whole idea of like molding, you know, where, you know, parents that are like really big on like the shoulds and the shouldn'ts and yeah. the really strong like moral code or like, it, or, or even worse, like being very judgmental her parents were like on the opposite side of the spectrum. And I just see it in everyday life that my wife and her mm -hmm. sister feel absolute freedom to be themselves and to say even outlandish things without feeling yeah, like, like what's the craziest thing they ever said <clears throat> in front of them. Well, I mean, it's just nothing's off limits. I mean, I, I mean, nothing's off limits. There's no, um, there's no need to be more buttoned up or, or more moral, mm -hmm. uh, than what they just are. And I think that's a very different experience than a lot of people have around their parents. Like, I think for there's some a reason, for some reason I'm picturing, uh, did y'all ever meet the Fockers? Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where they juxtapose like the two different like family oh, yeah. styles. Oh yes. I'm picturing his, his parents, you oh, know, they were unfolding. How's your, How's your sex life like? You know, right. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just like this hippy dippy, like free loving, and the and the uh, you know the other side of the family is just judging them like crazy. Oh yeah, that's I know that's not who her parents are, but it feel like it sounds it sounds that way, right? Like oh, just yes. let them be what they want to be and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah, they well those two different parents uh, represent the folding and molding, unfolding and molding tension pretty well. I mean, how do y'all yeah. feel about that? <laughs> where do y'all where, where do y'all find yourselves naturally on that spectrum hmm. i don't know i don't know how to interpret naturally in in that meaning like yeah i don't i mean i know that i want to mold them most when i'm pissed mm. you know like I, so it's not the only time you're like, it's like yeah i want to pass along my ideals and my values and my yeah, but like you really want to mold someone when they're, you know, breaking the norm. Yeah. And that's somehow causing pain, somehow causing discomfort, you know? Um, yeah. But I don't know, man. I think I like that way better. It the, feels more right to me, the unfolding. Like, the unfolding, yeah. I, I, I do feel like as early as I can remember, all three of my kids have been different and yet they have the same parents. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, all right, you came in with some prepackaged stuff. You came in with some, some wiring that like, whatever I think about it is there. Like, and how do I n uh, value that, honor that, work yeah. with that? Yeah. Um, not, not so squelch that, not, that. Yeah. So that you're not having some unnecessary, like what's wrong with me mm -hmm. feelings or whatever. Um, I don't know if, I mean, I'm thinking on the fly here because this is your paradigm that I'm yeah. trying on for the first time. <laughs> um, but I've used this conversation before. I've even talked to, with companies about this. I'm like, how do we have company values yet let people express themselves and all that kind of stuff? The way that I've thought about it is like the difference in a last name and a first name. And that like, I do think there needs to be, or it'd be beneficial for it to mean something to be a Burchick or to mm. mean something to be a Reynolds or a McClure that like, there yeah. are some basic shared values that are passed along, which 
is already what you all do. Like Aaron's kindness and all that kind of stuff, right? Like that, that's the molded part, very mm. loose mold, yeah. but it is like a, it is like a DNA of like, Hey, yeah. my family's like this. Yeah. And we, we seem to really value, I learned to value this yes. from being a Burchick, right? Yeah. And it's just, then, it's just, it's just picked up by being in this house day so. to day. Yeah. 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 I, I yes. think so. Yeah. But then there's this radical freedom of having a first name, which is like how you express those values and more in the world. Mm-hmm. That like, I have two sisters. We're both, all three of us are McClure's, but like Drew expresses himself and the McClure name much differently in the world than Carrie or Courtney, right? Yeah. And so that's kind of how I think about it is like, maybe no more than like three things. Like, yeah. what are a few things that we really just wanted to model for you or yeah, uh, lean into that we think are just really important? Um, and then beyond that, like express yourself in the world, you know? Yeah. So I, I kind of think about it that way, a last name and yeah. a first name. Well, I like that. I like that. And I mean, I would guess that knowing you and your nature, like I would guess you are as a parent, probably way better at allowing them to unfold than I feel like I am. Like, I feel like my, yeah. con- my controlling nature comes out uh, way too much and I have to really really fight for it um but yeah but but the downside but again like yeah that is a gift but the downside is i can i can lack the necessary boundaries at times sure or stick to the consequence or yes whatever and so for sure like i mean parenting just exposes your personality like yes if we're suffering sometimes it's because i haven't been firm enough with the i said this and then you did it and i didn't give a consequence or yeah whatever so yeah, like I, I, I think it's more natural for me to lead towards the unfolding side type. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Reynolds, what about you? Where do you find yourself in this interesting little balance? Yeah, <clears throat> no, I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, I feel like that's my default is like, hey, I'm partnering with what who this person is. You know, my kids are very different. You know, and um, I feel like the temptation for everybody. And I know I feel this is like this person is an, is representing me, right? And yeah. so if you're embarrassing me, if yeah. you are acting in such a way that like reflects poorly on me, then yeah, that's where my so for me it's almost like more of a public thing, mm-hmm. or when they're just being so gross or disgusting, like at the table, and I'm like, you're disgusting, and I don't <laughs> say that often. <laughs> yeah, don't. Hey, I've said it. <laughs> That's probably like a core. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I do, Margaret's like, yeah, yeah, you know, but, yeah. um. You know, that to me, that's more, I'm like, okay, what is it pushing on? It's like, oh, you're, you're representing me. You're an extension of me. And like, this is, what are people going to think about me when you are doing this? And, and, and the, this is a legitimately like bothersome thing. It's like, okay, you are causing a lot of problems. Yeah. Get in trouble at school. You're making this practice terrible. And I'm like trying to coach everybody else too. Like dude's laying on the ground (laughs) in the basketball game. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) those are the things (laughs) that I feel where I'm like, yeah, dude, I if this is what unfolding looks like, like yeah. not in my house, you okay. know, this house <laughs> Well, but that's what I, I love that you say. Hey, can I tell you, can I tell you just a hilarious story from my parents to me that reminds me of what you just said, Mitt Reynolds? Yeah, go for yeah. it. When I was playing baseball, I don't know, six years old, seven years, I don't, I don't even really remember the age. This is talking about core memories. <laughs> baseball bored me. Uh, because baseball is boring, you yeah. know, and especially in a little league, like you might go an entire game and not have a single ball hit anywhere near you. And so I'm standing, I don't even remember where I was, if I was in the outfield or in third base or something. And I just decided to entertain myself. So I'm, while the live game is happening, I'm throwing my glove up in the air and seeing how many times I can spin around and still catch it before it <laughs> hits the ground. And it must've been driving my dad, like Reynolds crazy that his son was out there. <laughs> <laughs> at some point I'm in the middle of playing my game inside of the game and I hear my dad yell as loud as he can, son, 
this is not a dance recital. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, like, well, I, I have a fond memory of it. I don't know why I wasn't embarrassed. I was like, he's yeah, like, you're not a ballerina. This is not a dance recital. And I was like, all right. Wow. <laughs> That's a core memory. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's like, as parents, we can probably now totally understand. Of course. Getting him, getting yes. him to that point and even saying that thing. But it, yeah. it relates to Reynolds' story, and I just want to circle back with that. It's like when it, when you're getting mad at them and there's a good bit of it that's still about you and yeah, about – embarrassing me. Yes. Like that is what I was saying with the whole like they can be this conduit for your ego continuing to like be let go of and continue to be like lessened is like the more we gain that awareness, it's like – it's it's one thing to need to discipline your kid for something, but when it's when you're still like ultimately making it about you, that's an opportunity for some ego death and for some letting go of like this this should not be I'm a grown up. This shouldn't be about me, you know? Yeah. And I mean that comes up so often where deep down the root is I am for embarrassed. Sure. I feel, you know, like you're you're not representing what I would want people to you know think about me or whatever. I mean, my yeah. dude, my only philosophy, truly, yeah, is like love covers a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. Meaning, there's a lot of different ways to parent someone, and there's a lot of mistakes that you will make, hundred percent. Yeah, you there's no way you can get through this thing without passing along some kind of baggage to your kids. Yeah. The only difference is how close are they to you? Mm -hmm. I, like all, the, I mean, I was in youth ministry forever. Like, so I got to see hundreds and hundreds of kids come through this formational time of their life. All had different parents, all had different parenting styles. The only ones I could really tell, like, hey, for whatever reason, your baggage isn't as deep or yours is really affecting you, came back to like, how, how well did they feel like they knew their parents loved them? Like, how close were they to them? Mm -hmm. It wasn't the only factor. But it was a big one. And so I realized, like, if I'm going to error on anything, I want you to be close. And now, again, that doesn't mean, like, I'm going to be your buddy. Like, I, I also think, like, hey, that's later in life. Like, right now, you do need to be led and you do but all that kind of stuff. But, like, that's my only real win, dude, is, like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, do they know that I love them? Do they, and later, like Aaron, I mean, that's so inspired by that story. Like, oh, will they want to come around? Will they be themselves with me? Oh, like, will they is. call me when they need me? Will they want my advice? Like, it's good. This, this was my dad's philosophy growing up. Matt, if it's not illegal, immoral, or dangerous, you can do it. <laughs> wow! He did, all, dude, he did all three if of we, them. If we brought him along, if we brought him on this pod right now, he would he would probably say those three things. He's like, true. I mean, tell me that that's good, man. I mean, <laughs> what did he do though when you were doing all three? When you were doing illegal, immoral, and dangerous oh, stuff? Oh gosh, I don't and, know. And were you Matt, why do you got to do that, Matt? I mean, he went when I was you know when I was a pastor speaking. I was like, Matt. Can you, you know, tell them, tell them they need to wear their seatbelts. Oh, <laughs> I was like, dad, when I'm not we... saying from stage that, hey, by the way, uh, last <laughs> application to this message is everyone needs to wear their seatbelts. He's like, Matt, you care about their souls. You care about their body. Bro. <laughs> and you when can we, stay safe out there. When I came to your house in college and we were borrowing his, his station, station wagon. Station wagon, the green and that thing got 400,000 miles on it. Wow. Oh, God. That's insane. <laughs> it's like a Ted Bundy. It's like when or Al borrowed, Bundy. Al Bundy car. <laughs> when, we borrowed, when we borrowed his car, I just remember standing in your driveway for a good like 45 minutes <laughs> oh, while yeah. your dad was giving me was instructions. Giving, yeah. The, 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 he now, pulled Matt, out the owner's he manual. Opened, he opened the hood. Yes. Now, Matt, this is a four-cylinder. Four cylinder. Don't take it above 65. <laughs> you remember because that? I'm like, it's Dad, four speed cylinder. limit's 70. He's like, Matt, 65. 
And you remember what happened on that trip? Yes. I did something to like break part of the car oh, after yes. that whole speech. It was probably because of that speech. I was he like, gave us a 45 minute safety instruction <laughs> about this car. And then we like get into, Collins. we get into the town that we're going camping in. It's it in Helen. You're in Helen. And our friend Brett is in front of us. Killer. He's it was a little, killer. I wasn't going to say his last name, but he's in, he's in front of us in his little Jeep Liberty. And Reynolds wanted him to like move up and he wasn't moving. And so he's like, watch this. And he decides well, no, to. Well, no, because he had done it to me. He had done oh, that yeah. thing to me where you come up behind a car and you gently like bump them. Oh, God. And he did it to me. And I was so offended that like, dude, Matt my dad just gave me this whole speech. Yeah, Matt, I'm trying to do it. But Reynolds back. hits him. <laughs> like, he actually hits. Like, he runs into the back of him. And I, I was him. like, oh. And it no. crunched the blinker. It oh, crunched God. the actual light. <laughs> so I basically just put fuel on this safety yeah, fire. That like now, Matt. Next time I'm, I'm you have to give me a, a longer safety speech. explanation. Right. Oh, oh yes. So I mean, well, as it was a parent, it's windies, just annoying. It's like oh, it's so through. annoying. Yeah. It's like, dude, <laughs> I even warned you, and you you still did this and now i have to get this dumb light fixed i mean as a parent it's annoying and i was yes. probably somehow saying how it wasn't my fault yes now, yeah. yeah i'm curious i wonder you know not that we have to talk about it, but i'm so curious that, like i wish we could go back and hear whatever story you told him like how did you finagle it because you know there's like a way there's a way of massaging it where you tell the truth kind of and you work in some details of, all right to make you not get Gosh. in trouble Whoa. i will say brian the other angle of this is just now being a parent and being an adult, the amount of things I think about from my parents' perspective, mm -hmm. you know, like revisionist history yes. where you're like, Oh, I have this memory, but now I have this memory in a different light. Like, dang, that was, that must've been really annoying to you. Oh, <laughs> like, dude, I mean, do you remember when you wrecked your car in my neighborhood, you were mm -hmm. going too fast around a turn in a neighborhood mm -hmm. and you bumped up, the, you went up on the curb and hit a street sign. Mm -hmm. It's like, think about your dad getting that call at probably, like I mean, it had 11, to be midnight or, yeah. Yeah. And so now he's got to come out here, out of his bed, drive over to my neighborhood, and he's dealing with yeah. this. I mean, it's so annoying. How many, I ran through a street sign. Yeah. It's like. A nice car that he had provided I for I didn't just you. go up on a curb. I slammed into it because I was drifting around your turn, trying to slide around your turn. I slammed into it and it crushed both of the rims on the right tire <laughs> and then popped up onto the grass of your neighbor's yard and ran through a street sign. It snapped in half, hit my windshield and flipped over. And that's a great example of having to massage a story. <laughs> I had to quickly on the fly think of something that would be real enough to get in trouble, but not too truthful to where he would take my car away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because my dad raced cars and that's why, and, had really strict rules around like what you do and don't do in a car. Oh yeah. And I was racing. And so the story I told him was that I was going around the corner and something happened in the back seat. And this is what I was owning up to. He had told me never take your eyes off the road. No matter what you do, don't take your eyes off the road. I was like, all right, that's a forgivable offense. <laughs> so what happened dad is something happened in the back seat that distracted me. I turned around and when I did, I accidentally went wide and went up on the curb and hit the street sign. And I, and I worked like a dream. Like, of course, I, he got so mad at me for taking my eyes off the road. But it was way better than knowing I was speeding as fast as I could, <laughs> trying to slide around the turn and impress my friends. And then it was hilarious. The next day, he's cleaning out my car. And somehow, at some point that night, ice cream ended up on the floor of my back seat. And he's like, is this what happened? You had food in your car. <laughs> like, who was eating ice cream back here? I was like, I don't know. I don't even know how that happened. But dude, I mean, I just think of so many moments like that. Like you got to call at midnight oh, to come so pick my dumb ass up yeah. and pay for the damage and all that yeah, kind of it stuff. Be, it becomes your problem. It's like yes, you were just trying to go to bed and now you have this massive monkey that's on your back because of, yes. you know. But that's just, I mean, that's the life the of, of a money. The amount of money I cost my dad. Like, I think I was the most, I think my sisters were emotionally more taxing, taxing yeah. on my parents. I think I was just actually taxing. Like, <laughs> my mistakes were just costly. Yeah. Surgeries, 
broken things, <sighs> cars. My 21st birthday, I accidentally ran our nice boat over a giant boulder that I didn't see just below the water Ooh. and completely wrecked the boat. God, um, that's my 21st birthday, dude. <laughs> seven, I remember, I remember it was seven grand. That was the bill oh. for, for the damage I caused to the boat. That I is... just I couldn't wrap my mind around it. Like, oh, it's unbelievable. Well, so, gotta have some grace. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Reynolds, I, I mean, we've, I've given my little spiel about let your kids be your teachers and your little ego killers. Um, Drew talked about just like love just and love just them. the relational, like being just like utmost important. Do you have any final thoughts on, I don't know, a guide for yourself as a parent or things that you, something you think about? Yeah. I mean, it's a great question. I mean, yeah. well framed. Well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, the best parenting advice I ever heard. Um, He's fine, dude. Good job. Good job. Hearing him in the background is kind of nice. Good job. Nice. But, but Two in a row. I don't know. I'll, I'll come check in a minute. <laughs> 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 no, best parenting advice I ever heard. Rob Bell said it. Um, your job is to not enjoy. to raise your kids, but to enjoy them. Yeah, yeah man. Oh. Dude, I still think about that. Like, gosh, what a powerful thing. Your job is not to raise your kids, but to enjoy them. If you enjoy them, you're going to raise them good. Mm -hmm. But you can raise them without enjoying them. Oh, and I just yeah, sure. come back to that. Like, man, I want to enjoy them. I want to have those real well, thriving relationships. See the joy. Yes, you made a point. All right. Well, three dads talking about parenting. Not sure how helpful it was. Um, <laughs> but it's uh it's where we're at and you know reynolds we're gonna we're gonna just knock this basketball game out of the park tonight they're gonna they're gonna just feel the love all right well thank you boys we will see you next all right. time all right emmett say bye bye emmett bye emmett all right see y'all bye Thanks so much for listening to today's episode on the What No One's Asking For podcast. We could stay connected on Instagram. Um, would love for you to follow us there, WNAFpod on Instagram. Uh, we also have a website, WNAFpod.com. You could drop us a voicemail here or an email. Um, we would just love to hear from you. And also, if you could consider giving us a rating uh, wherever you listen to this podcast, that would be much appreciated. Super grateful for those that have already done that. Just helps us to kind of share these conversations uh, potentially with more people. So thanks so much for listening today, and we will see you next week for another great conversation. Mm -hmm.